mean? Look at AI. See, this is why you don't have black Terminator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come I got on. that black iMac. Let oh, me know. Oh, man. Black Terminator may be one of our best topics in a long time. <laughs> Did you think about it? If I feel now that like you went home and you thought about it or went to work, right? You're like, oh. oh, I was thinking about it all day when I listened to that. I was like, damn, that is crazy. No black Terminators? I, I mean, I could talk about it all day. There's really nothing that happened over the last 24 hours in the news cycle. So I mean, it's, it's really, it's really kind of crazy that the robots who you know took over the world decided they were going to create a human, and the most human they could come up with was an Austrian. <laughs> I know, Ar- <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> Like, he's the least-looking human of the humans, man. He is human, and he doesn't look human. (laughs) It's it's incredible. What a terrible choice. And again, I mean, all things considered, right? Like, if you look at where we're at in the future, who are the programmers of the modern era? That's the woke folk, right? Out in Silicon Valley and California. So woke people would have been behind the programming of the future AI that decided to take over. So you have to imagine the Terminator they would send back would look like Megan Rapinoe. (laughs) Right? Like a Megan Rapinoe Terminator makes way more sense from the future than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm the equal opportunity terminator. Yeah, <laughs> it just kills white dudes everywhere. Straight white guys. <laughs> you know what else they don't have is a five seven terminator. I'm kind of pissed. Yeah, well, the terminator usually gets defeated. You know, a five seven guy, you wouldn't be able to take him down. Ah, He'd be unstoppable. The, the great, call. the greatness of five seven. It's just clinically unstoppable. <sighs> <laughs> Tony, take note. This is why Frank's my favorite brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey and uh, with that, that's right. That's, uh, we have a birthday in the family today to uh, uh, Tony Baloney. One of the uh, people out there who probably listens the least to the show. So happy <laughs> birthday to you, sir. Old. Happy birthday. That's right. And uh, I'll give you, uh, th- this is specifically for the age you are entering there. Uh, yeah, that's right. You, you can get over the hill. <laughs> Closer and closer to that piece. Another one. <laughs> Another year older, and Tony, I gotta tell you, when it comes to life... And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. Hey, alright. <laughs> we could just wish you a happy birthday with the soundboard. We don't even have to talk to you. <laughs> There's only one problem. It would definitely be... It's murder! Oh, yeah, I, I think it would be a bit of murder. Might have to expand the vocabulary of the soundboard. <laughs> I, know, I only got five. I'm working on it. It's hard. <laughs> Working full-time, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, working full-time. Uh, it's a hot one here today in Denver. They have laid off on the chemtrails the last week or so or two. I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe it's true. The folks in the QAnon world, man, they, they are claiming that there's some big takeover occurring in the shadows, and uh, Trump and the Q team, they're... They're they're taking out all the the major players, right? Okay, you guys have been saying that in the for shit. five years. <laughs> and the last time anybody acted on it, all of you got life sentences. <laughs> I saw some <laughs> some post on the uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. It's uh, <laughs> the only way to say it, I guess. That that is like the new uh, men who have sex with other men. <laughs> It used to be so much easier to say they tweeted on Twitter. Now we got to be like they posted a message on X, formerly known as Twitter. 
Did you see what they're doing to that guy? That's fucking terrible. Man. Who, uh, it's Elon? Dis- it's disgusting where we've come. You're talking with, about uh, Elon? Yeah. Really? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not savvy uh, to the Elon news. I kind of don't really pay much attention to Elon anymore, honestly. Th- now they're they're opening up investigations at two of his companies. They're they're going after him for SpaceX not being fair enough to asylum seekers. Oh, right, because anywhere with big open spaces must house us, uh, migrants, right? That's where we got to put them. <laughs> well, no, no, he, they're saying at your company oh, yeah. where you make rockets. It is literal rocket science. You, know what I, you ever hear that expression? It's not rocket science. This is actually rocket <laughs> science. Right? I don't know. I mean, I, can we get Neil deGrasse Tyson over here to explain some of it to me? <laughs> Maybe some Michukaku. When you have no atmosphere to push off of, what you need is a ex- controlled explosion. You fucking idiot. It's like a football and, uh, thrown to a receiver downfield. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. <laughs> like there's a, his, his response to it is, we're literally doing rocket science, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there's not many asylum seekers coming over the border with fucking rocket, like, engineering degrees. Yeah, we're not getting, you know, escaped Nazis during World War II here, right? (laughs) Catch my drift on this one? Those are welcome. Come on over, buddy. Dude, can I say something that's probably going to get the FBI in my door? Is this going to be a little controversial here? Uh, This is very controversial. Excellent. So, you know, allegedly. Are you ready for a little controversy? (laughs) Yes. Very excited. Uh... Yeah, dude, I think we might be the Nazis. I think I we, think, yes, I believe I we are. That, uh, I know I'm joking with Nazi, but I really think the Communist Party from the old Germany that we knew as the Nazi Party, I think they have just infiltrated and taken over America. That is why we're funding Ukraine. Also, I mean, I do. Really, look at what is the second capital of the United States if Washington goes down. It's Denver. And just take a good look at their giant billion-dollar bunker they've been building out there, the Illuminati Airport, DIA, man. It's, like, literally in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> and just everything they're do- they were doing, it's, ca- it's just really weird. You know uh, that Tucker Carlson, that was an amazing interview. All right, we got to do it, man, right? I've been, like, uh, I, I biting my both, tongue I'm for so 10 minutes I here. Would, I know. I thought you would clip something good, and I was going to clip the joke. So we both ended up just clipping the same funny part. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's serious. So I was telling Emma about it, and uh, she was, like, laughing, like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And I said, do you know who Larry Sinclair is? She said, no, I've never heard of him. I said, well, he was, did a sworn statement in front of Congress describing, you know, an affair he had with Barack Obama in Illinois, like, 20 years ago. And then I found the clip. It took a lot of digging to find the original clip of the dude talking about it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Uh, they, they tried to scrub it, uh, but it's out there still. And Larry Sinclair, he went into great detail about, uh, you know, jumping in the limo with uh, Barack Obama when he was staying in Gurney Mills, actually, I believe. Was, uh, <laughs> I watched the video last night. Like That's what took me off guard a little bit, Gurney Mills. And at the time, uh, Obama was a senator. 
He goes by the name Barry, Barry Sotero. Uh, he uh, picked him up in the limo. They drove around. They went to some bars. They bought some Coke. They smoked some crack in the limo. Uh, the dude, Larry, went down on Barry. Larry and Barry. That's kind of like a little cartoon here. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> they did this whole romp, and then they hung out the next day. It's a wild, you know, crazy story. And for many years, a lot of rumors have gone around that Barack Obama is a gay man. And in fact, yeah. just about a month ago, and maybe even a few weeks ago, uh, it was what it was revealed that Barack wrote some letters to an old girlfriend describing his, like, daily feelings, uh, sexual feelings towards men. Daily fantasies. Fantasizing daily. It's <laughs> a weird way to put it, you know? Yeah, like, there isn't much... I don't know what I fantasize daily about of maybe, you know, maybe, like, a, a good cheeseburger, right? Retirement. Retirement, yes. <laughs> or, you know, life before 2020. <laughs> Right, I just fantasize all the time about how this world was operating right before March of 2020. It's beautiful. How much better it was. Yeah. All right, we got to do it. I think it's the best clip. Did you watch the whole or listen to the whole interview on Adam Carolla? Yeah, it was great. It's a great hour. I said it to you, man. Tucker Carlson is a man who has a lot of questions that he wants answered, and he. And I've been catching it. You got to go on Twitter and start watching his uh, interviews. They're insane. He inter- Dude, oh, that's what got me onto the Nazi thing. You got to watch his... Um, uh, I knew I was going to forget. Yeah, he what's, just did one with the Belarusian the, uh, leader, or... It wasn't Belarus, it's the guy next to them. I'm, you're lucky I was able to say Belarusian, let I alone... Know, I, I, know, don't even, I, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> I, you, I could not, to save my hungry? own life, if uh, you had a gun to my head and asked me to point out Belarus, just shoot me now. <laughs> so it's game you don't over. know Belarus? <laughs> no, dude. Is it next to Poland? Underneath Poland? Uh, to be honest with you, I have no See, idea. nobody knows. I'm looking at a map right Gotta now. Gotta be some sort of neighbor uh, to one side of Poland. Yeah, so I always know Belarus is the one. So I know, yeah, Belarus is easy because uh, Chernobyl, like half of that area is in Belarus. This is why we don't learn about it in school. Nobody wants to tell you about the Belarusian plight after Chernobyl, right? <laughs> we didn't do anything to help them. We'll just talk about the Ukrainians. See, I think it was the Hungarian leader, but you got to go watch it because he literally just, he makes you realize that uh, we, we're, we're the Nazi party of today. It's really crazy. Yeah, well, I've been saying it for a while. I think we're the bad guys. We're, we're the idiot podcasters aboard the Death Star. Wondering why everybody hates us. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no joke, man. We are the, we've become the bad people. You know, we're laughing, we're having a good time, we're living good lives, and our country goes around just blasting the shit out of everybody. Man, I don't understand why nobody likes us around here. What's going on? <laughs> hey, I'm American. Don't you guys like us? We, we have dominion over you. I thought you were supposed to respect and worship our every way. What, that, what, that guy you all voted for? No, nah, we killed him. We put in these terrible people that are going to steal money, rape your girls. <laughs> but we gave you democracy. Come on. <laughs> you get this paper dollar. See? It's nice. You get this dollar it. that you can go buy a McDonald's cheeseburger. Quick. <laughs> What's wrong? What's the matter with you? Smile. Yeah, you don't have to You're farm. it. <laughs> you can't farm anymore. Don't worry. You just eat this poison. It's all poison. <laughs> Look We're at America. All loving it. You know, in America, our so, life expectancy has dropped ten years. It's crazy. 
Oh, that number? Don't worry about that number. That's just for the poor and the stupid. You're not one of those. You're a Kardashian, right? We all are. So we are the Nazis of the modern era. We're the big bad guys around the world. People are probably praying and hoping and wishing for our demise and downfall. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And if you listen to the Tucker interview on Adam Carolla, uh, you know, he kind of says it pretty starkly that he believes uh, very soon we're going to enter a depression-like economy and that the dollar will be devalued and we're going to head into some serious hard times. And that seems to be the theme across the world. That's how people view America, view the dollar, view our culture. Uh They're rejecting it. It's insane how the media in America talks about the economy. But then when you listen to, like, actual, actual smart people, you know what I mean? It's the contrast between the two. And then even if you listen to other countries, because all these other countries that are dependent on our dollar are freaking out. Yeah, man. They're screaming from the rooftops, what the fuck are you guys doing? Get everything under, get your house in order. <laughs> yes. You know? Oh, man, and it's not going to happen because we have an election coming up and they need to do everything in their power to not allow this election to happen under normal circumstances. I don't think the COVID thing's going to work, man. I'm pretty sure that was a hard no collectively from society already. They floated it out and everyone's like, no, no thanks. No, no, they're going to do some climate thing. Climate thing? Well, Mike, congrats to you, sir. I wish I had a clip of it from a previous episode. You called it, my man. The hurricane season is upon us, and they are just drowning us in it. It's like all they could talk about. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like, it's the first time we saw a hurricane hit Florida. You're not going to believe it, Frank. It rained in Florida during hurricane season. (laughs) That's right. There was water rose. (laughs) You called it on the last episode. I got to watch a whole day of uh, assholes standing in knee-deep water. That's right. Yes. While the surfers walk past them in the background. (laughs) Uh, Tucker dropped some massive truth bombs. I highly recommend everybody check it out. And uh, one of the other things he dropped that I don't think it's in this clip. The clip we have is the best clip of the entire show. Don't you worry. (laughs) It's for all you big Mike lovers out there. Let's just play it, man. I got to hear it. I really want us to play it. Because I really want want our mom to hear this one. Okay, so here's Tucker Carlson. Here's why I love this clip specifically. Tucker has worked at CNN, I believe, uh, 20 years ago. This man has been in the industry his whole life. He's uh, a Washington, D.C. native. He knows everybody who lives there. His dad, I think, was in the CIA. This guy is in on all of it. (laughs) He's in it, and he knows. He knows the deal. And so uh, here he is uh, spewing some truth about Barack Obama. You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men and smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously (laughs) true. Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. And so they didn't report on it. So that happens. That's just one small example, but that happens all the time with lots of different issues. Now, and do you, do you believe that transpired or do you believe the guy is legitimate or both? Oh, the Larry Sinclair story? Oh, that definitely happened. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've talked to Larry Sinclair about it and oh, definitely it happened. I mean, if you, Larry Sinclair has been in and out of prison. 
during one period, I mean, you know, 40 years ago, he was in and out of prison. He's got a criminal record by definition. He's, you know, poor. Uh, he's got a disordered life. He's missing a tooth. Like, he's not, you know, <laughs> an Atlantic fellow. Um, he's not going to the Aspen Ideas Festival. I think he has a record of deception. Obviously, he does. But this story, if you listen to it in detail, is clearly true. I mean, there's just... I mean, I'm going to do an interview with him and you can hear it. And again, it's not going to change the world that Barack Obama likes dudes. I think this was well known. Barack Obama said so himself in a letter to his girlfriend. And by the way, that's kind of Barack Obama's business. I'm not attacking him for, for liking dudes. I'm just saying the amount of lying in the media about it was unbelievable. Like people knew this was true and it was quite obviously true at the time. And People who covered the campaign didn't say anything about it because they didn't want to lose access to the campaign. And and that happens all the time up and down government. So it's, it's almost like if you have a housekeeper, you think, oh, you know, she works for me. But if you have a housekeeper long enough, you realize, well, you actually work for her. And you I get caught up in her drama. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, th there's a weird dynamic where you, you switch places d d with people. In. No, and, and uh, by the way, fire her abruptly and she'll write a tell-all book about exactly. Tucker at home. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, you know, we, we don't even have a full-time housekeeper, so, like, that's not going to be an issue for me. But the point is, you think you're holding government accountable, but actually they're controlling you. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. man. Great Great clip, huh? Oh. I'm, I assume it's the uh -huh. same one you had. I think we edited it same time and everything. I swear to God. Well, it's a sweet spot to end it right there. Kind of hangs and lets you think about it a little bit. And the fact that he's basically saying, look, folks, this is state media. We've had it since Obama. And Yeah, it's true. Man. If you're not going to say something because you're not going to get access, and that's it. State media, how crazy is it that in 2008... It was widely accepted and very well known within the media that Barack Obama was an active homosexual and known to smoke crack cocaine. This is crazy. And it never hit the news. Not even for a second. Oh, but everybody knows about how that one time George Bush did cocaine in college. <laughs> yeah. or, or, or that one time that Bill Clinton smoked but didn't inhale. Didn't inhale. Didn't inhale, folks. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm just uh, totally blown away by this one. It's one of my favorite conspiracies of all time. It also starts to bring to light the greatest conspiracy in the history of conspiracies, Big Mike Obama, Big Mike. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, did you see that picture I sent you? Big Mike. Dude, they edited the shit out of her neck. It's time for Big Mike. They definitely Photoshop out that Adam sample. Are you ready for Big yep. Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Big Mike. She was sitting down in a chair. There was a guy standing behind her. And it was so, like, around her neck, his stomach was just completely blurry. It's time for Big Mike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Big Mike. <laughs> it's just, just kind of crazy. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's crazy that they would not <laughs> even mention it. Do you think uh, Barack Obama's gay man? Come on. Uh, I think it doesn't matter. Hard pause. I love that hard 
Pause. Dramatic. No yeah, I think it truly. I, I really think it doesn't matter. I think um, I'm gonna go with no. No on the game, man. Because, dude, this kind of info hitting the. I scene, truly don't think. Yeah, I really don't think it's true. makes a the whole thing with the dude the cook who died uh paddleboarding at the obama's residence in martha's vineyard right and kind of there were some salacious rumors going around about that situation maybe they were having a little homosexual gay man lovers you know kind of quarrel or situation right maybe he told the wrong people and barry took him out I feel like they would have admitted it by now. Like, it would have been almost like, we gotcha, you know? See, he did a great job. No, the we gotcha or is in the pictures of Big Mike's massive dong swinging around <laughs> underneath her dresses and all the photographs and video of her dancing with Ellen, dude. She's got just, like, this massive piece of junk just swinging like a pendulum uh, down there. <laughs> I mean, he, pro- he probably fucked around with some dudes, definitely did some drugs. I don't think I don't think Michelle's really a man. What's with uh, Democrats and smoking crack? Why is crack the big thing with them? I don't know. And it's really weird that all these guys like they went really hard on it. Crack though is a funny one to me. Like Hunter Biden clearly loves the crack. Probably because that's the one that could like piss off your parents the most. <laughs> smoking crack? No, it's probably the best high. You think so? It's probably the best high outside of doing heroin, but heroin uh, really yeah, yeah, messes you say, up. Like, you can be uh, functional and be high on crack. My goal is to make it to 70 just so I can do heroin. Oh, you minus. <laughs> Once I hit 70, I'm going to try it. You got to do that adrenochrome, dude. That's what all the celebrities are taking, man. It, it's better than heroin, according to them. According no, to I'm them. not trying to live longer. I'm trying to just enjoy this ride, you know? Well, I thought the the deal with the adrenochrome is that, you know, you get the high, like the heroin high, but also, like, the one of the other crazy side effects is you instantly de-age and you're Brad Pitt for 40 years. <laughs> right? You can't tell me Brad Pitt is not taking the adrenochrome, man. Eh, that's just a lot of makeup. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. Yeah. I thought you'd be way more excited about this Tucker clip. I know, but then I heard it again, and it's like, I don't even really, I don't know. It's really, it's just very scary where we've come with the media and the justice, uh, you know, the, the justice system, the judicial system and the Department of Justice. It's very, very scary. And everybody that's cheering it on, it's great until it turns on you, you know? Yeah, it'll turn on the Bidens. It's going to be the circus back and forth. At the same time, we're going to have a massive depression. The dollar is going to be worthless. People, you'll be taking in wheelbarrows of dollar bills to get your bread. That's what's going to happen. Okay, that, look at Venezuela and uh, Argentina. Isn't that what's going on there? They have super inflation happening, and yeah. 
you know, the, I don't think the dollar or whatever they use is worth anything uh, there anymore. If I'm not mistaken. I think, they, I think they have a peso. Are they peso people? Not like the Mexican peso, but like their own peso. You know. Is Mexico still the peso? Yeah, but it's like their peso. How does the peso like still exist? Ooh. What do you mean? I don't know, the peso, <laughs> it doesn't seem, when I think of peso, I think of, like, uh, the currency they have in the Flintstones, for some reason, like, some sort of, like, uh, <laughs> like a shell, yeah, like a, a seashell carved in certain <laughs> ways, and they're just, like, counting pocketfuls of shells, right? I don't know why, for me, the peso always kind of struck me as some sort of uh, non-actual currency <laughs> on some level. But I think I'm, peso you know, just means dollar. Yeah, well, I'm thinking uh, it'll probably be worth more than the dollar once that crypto gold-backed currency starts in Africa, man. Oh, you think it's... Wow, dude. A Argentinian peso is... Uh... <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how to say that. It's 0.3 of a penny. Point. Wow, okay. Yeah, no, I think it's super devalued um, and... You know, they uh, they had massive, crazy inflation. I'm pretty sure it was, like, kind of in the news, like, in the international news, but, like, not in our news. In our news, we're talking about the different DAs who are charging <laughs> Trump in four different states, you know? Like, that's all we could yeah. talk about. Yeah, dude, they had a huge... T- at the beginning of this month, they, the peso tanked, and now one U.S. dollar is 350 pesos. All right. I Yeah. <laughs> Not looking good. But that means we could go have a good time in Argentina. Oh, yeah, you can buy whatever you want. Booze, drugs, women. All three, Uh, baby. That sounds like a party (laughs) to me. Yeah! Yeah. And they're they're definitely selling all of it, you know, at discount rates, for sure. (laughs) That's terrible, man. You know know what's really getting me, too? We talked about it on our uh, our episode the other day about... uh, I brought it up about Trump when he said uh, the thing about, like, I wish her well. Yes, we were discussing, uh, I don't know how we got on the topic, but it was in regards to Ghislaine Maxwell going to prison. And he said, uh, you know, I don't know, I, and, and it had something to do with, I still don't even really remember what it was, but he just said, you know, I didn't hear about it, this is my first time hearing about it, I wish her well. And I did, I went back and I just was looking at all the media around it, right? And all I can think about is Donald Trump just got thrown this crazy question about something he hadn't heard of. You saw him on the spot just react to this this breaking information, and he says, I wish you well. That got more coverage than anybody who fucked a minor on that island. That's right, man. That's what I can't get over, right? Stop somebody on the street, ask them if they remember Trump in that moment and what he said, they could probably tell you or get close to it. Then ask them uh, what they know about Prince Andrew. Exactly. Probably a blank stare. They don't, probably don't even know who Prince Andrew is. He's the only person, he's the only major celebrity or you know wealthy individual to actually, on some level, be publicly accused for this stuff. And it cost him nothing. No, no, he, he's not allowed to stay at the castle now and... Birkingham or whatever, and he has to go stay at the uh, Luxembourg, you know, island with the other losers in that <laughs> you castle. Will now, you will now die a duke, not a prince. <laughs> go live with the spare. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't even get that low. 
<laughs> yeah, they treat Harry worse. It's unbelievable. Way worse. <laughs> to be fair, he did it to himself. All Prince Andrew did was fuck a couple kids. This guy married a black girl and then called them racist. Moved to America. Dude, fuck a couple it. kids. We've been doing that for a thousand years. I mean, come on. The kids were white. I'm going to marry a white lady and then call you all racist. <laughs> for no reason. Like, nothing happened. Yeah, it made no sense. Or I'm sure maybe privately, right? Like, they probably said, like, you can't do this, and if you do, you're out. You know, they've got bloodline stuff going on there. They're really big I, on I, I always that. go back to, okay, I, I for sure believe nobody wanted him to marry this woman, and I for sure believe it had nothing to do with the color of her skin and everything to do with the fact that she was just some loser actress from L.A. who had already been divorced. These are like you know what I mean? uh, these are reptilians, man. They go back hundreds of generations, thousands of years. They they trace the bloodlines all the way back to like the Anunnaki and all that stuff. Like these are crazy uh, weirdos that are in the uh, the Buckingham Palace or whatever. You know, is it Buckingham? I was I don't know why I think of Buckingham. <laughs> it's yeah, Buckingham, it right? Buckingham. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I don't care. You know why I don't remember? Because I pay no respect. To the people in the crown, all right? I don't respect these people, and I don't care for them, and so I choose not to remember. Uh, and if I do, I was thinking of Buckingham Fountain in Chicago, which is part of the opening sequence of uh, Married with Children. That's the only reason I think about That it. is the fountain of Married with Children. I didn't <laughs> yeah, that. Dude, love it's and marriage, fountain. man. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, <laughs> these people, though, they're all about the bloodline action. Like, I think they're very obsessed with the kind of occult yeah, aspect of that. So there's no way Meghan Merkel is in that bloodline, and that must have been the reason they were all against the marriage. 100%. Have you no, seen yeah. her dad? He's like just some fat, middle-aged, <laughs> you know, middle, um, middle-class right? American guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. dude. Fucking shows up to the palace in some New Balance and some oversized uh, <laughs> Levi jeans. Like this guy is looks like all of our dads. That's <laughs> all, that's what I'm turning into. That's what I'm wearing right now. Actually, I was just wondering <laughs> if you were looking at me through the mirror. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all bloodline stuff, and for Harry to go on this whole thing, like, oh no. No, I'm a spare, and I'm going to write a book, and we're going to have a Netflix special, and, you know, all this stuff. And you're racist, and we're going we're gonna to live in, America, in the States, whatever they call it. You know, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, how delusional are you that you thought you would come here and we'd like you? Yeah, you're just a spoiled rich kid. Nobody wants you here. We no, have plenty. No. We have so many of our own spoiled rich kids so that we would many. love to get rid of. We can't take any of you foreign assholes. You guys, you spoiled rich kids, stay in your own countries. We got our own spares. Look at Eric. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not only is he a spare, he's one of those retarded spares that you get on like a Honda Civic. It's like super small, <laughs> like, can't go on the highway. Eric Trump, dude, is he actually dumb or is it just because he's a mouth breather? Like, he's always caught on camera with that mouth yeah. breathing, buck tooth look going on. Well, let's like, put it this way he's too dumb to close his mouth. So. Classic Eric. He's always catching flies over there. It's a funny guy. <laughs> funny guy. <laughs> I mean, he, it does like his look, the way he, 
like at least you know um it's funny john uh don jr he like kind of got the whiff in the air and decided all right uh, everyone's making fun of my jawline i'm gonna grow the beard right right and you would think eric was like man they make me out to be a total retard on snl every single saturday and everybody <laughs> no matter the side of the aisle they vote think it's they think it's hilarious they think it's like a, a it's very, the one thing everybody agrees on <laughs> yes, it unites it unites the country man we all <laughs> we all think eric trump's a retard you know? <laughs> Dude, when they had what's his name playing him on SNL and he drove the little kid car and parked <laughs> yes, it. Dude. And then it, the beep beep with the fucking alarm, that had me dying. <laughs> that was so funny. It works for some reason. So you would think he would put some effort into, I don't know, updating the look or at least the mouth breathing when you're on camera, you know? Like, you would, you know, you're rich. You got to have a team of people around you, like, giving you some tidbits and some advice and coaching you. Oh, yeah. oh they do, dude. And that is the best product they can produce. <laughs> That's the with. best he can do. <laughs> that, is, that is his best. I believe that is his, his optimum. It I, took I'm, him... pro- I'm proud of him for getting that far, honestly, little buddy. Well, did a great job. I think they did good. They got him to quit picking his nose on camera. That was uh, the first step. And then well, yeah. We still catch him, but we never see him eat it. And that is the... <laughs> I call that progress. <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. Well, you called it with the uh, late night action on the SNL uh, being funny once long ago, and we've uh, discussed recently, or at least we try to remind you every single episode, there's a writer strike. Nobody <laughs> remembers, because nobody cares, because they were writing crap. Uh, well, apparently, the late night hosts, who we were just talking about, how... It's actually refreshing that they're not around Seth Meyers, the Jimmies, uh, Colbert. You know, they're not there spewing all this nasty, negative nonsense, you know, that's very left-leaning and against, you know, just being against one side, it's just kind of uh, bad for our country. Maybe you should just be neutral and tell some jokes, you know, make some yeah. fart jokes and let's have a good time. Uh, so anyways, the late night guys haven't been on TV for months because of this writer strike. And so they've gotten together now, man. And they started, you guessed it. We need more of them. There's only 4 million. (laughs) We need more. We got a late night podcast. With the dual Hollywood strikes dragging on, late night hosts are uniting for a limited series podcast, providing fresh laughs and support for their out-of-work staffs as the industry remains largely shut down. It's the five of us together for uh, maybe an hour. The stars of late night TV coming together after almost four months off the air. Strike Force 5 is the name of our podcast. Subscribe to it now. Starting today, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, and John Oliver are this joining is just together the view for with Strike Force 5, <laughs> a podcast featured on Spotify. The five together via Zoom to make the... It's on Zoom. They can't even, like, get together. On they're Zoom? Acting... Yes, they're... Oh, yeah, no. I got a great idea. We're going to let... Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? We're going to let John Stewart... Handle the marketing and where we put the, the production of this. They didn't even. Here's what's. We've talked about this a lot. John Stewart didn't fuck the kids. I'm telling you right now because he was not invited to this, and they don't even consider him being any kind of like host <laughs> of true. anything. His show is on some streaming service nobody has, and nobody. You know, he has the worst sound team. It's unbelievable. You know who's really embarrassed at all this? The girl who had to fuck Seth Meyer. <laughs> 
You know she's getting made fun of right now. <laughs> Seth Meyer. He's looking at he's What looking a around. gross dude. <laughs> he's got... if, you were, if you were trying to look like a mannequin, nailed it, buddy. You nailed it. You do not look real at this point. Announcement. One more time. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm oh, Stephen Colbert. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I thought when you said Jimmy, you meant me, Jimmy, but you meant Jimmy, Jimmy. I always me. mean you. They mixed up the Jimmy. Are you serious? Going to their respective out of work show teams. Dude, it also it's just, again it's Zoom, which is the worst quality, and they're they all aren't they all in L.A. Somewhere in the hills out there, like, don't they? They're probably neighbors, half of them. They can't, like, at least three of them get together in a pool house and be on camera together. That's a great call. I didn't even think about that. This is so They're probably on the same hill. (laughs) They're probably, like, echoing. Meet at the top of the hill. (laughs) Just really. Yeah, they're they're echoing from the. (laughs) Hey, Jimmy, close your window. (laughs) You're echoing through my mic. (laughs) No, not Jimmy, the other Jimmy. <laughs> scratch, scratch that and Seth from across the street. God damn it, Seth. Put on your wig. It's freaking me out. <laughs> Not the doll hair. Not the doll hair. Oh, my kids have nightmares for weeks every time they see that. Have you seen his hair? You've, you were the one to point it out to me. And so here's what's interesting. I don't pay attention to hair like you do you are a man who does not have uh you know the <laughs> I lost, hair i lost my i started going bald at 27 so you, you so had to pay attention to hair you had to adapt and learn new methods to be a man without hair and so you had an early exposure to what a man goes through to hide the losing of the hair and yeah. so you immediately, one night when we were hanging out, I think Seth Meyers show just popped on TV, and you, your eyes darted, and you're like, what's going on with that guy's head? <laughs> <laughs> it, like, you, you knew it immediately. Like, an, you know, it was like a hawk or something, like spotting some uh, prey. It was incredible. It's too uh, obvious. Yeah, it is pretty obvious. He's got a lot of stuff going on, only because of the twists and the turns and everything. What's funny to me is, Seth Meyers, really, he's made so much fun of Trump over the years, he's turned into Trump. That's the funniest part, dude. He's doing the crazy you stuff with the it. hair, and he's uh, dyeing his skin all sorts of orange. And he's literally orange with a crazy comb over. It's not just him, too. Look at all of them. They all kind of have a weird, intense skin tone going on. It's because of the high-def TV, right? You basically have to be orange now to like look, I guess, normal on there. would be my guess. No, here's what happened, right? It's just like in high school when your friend comes with a real gay shirt. You're like, yeah, y'all make fun of him. You got pockets? All right, pockets. What the fuck? The pockets are gay. You got the checker pattern, right? And then it turns out girls really like it. And then everybody else starts doing it. And you're like, oh, I know I made fun of it. But I got to follow the trend. Wow. Like Trump kind of, as much as everybody made fun of him, People just started, like, fake tans came back, you know? <laughs> they, they kind of are still popular. Uh, you know, the, funny you're saying that, too. Maybe they were looking around. I mean, like, Trump's like 80, and he's with Melania? 
You know, like oh, good call. Yeah, maybe he's <laughs> doing something. They right. at the dogs; they're waking up next. <laughs> <laughs>
Two months later, SAG-AFTRA, with its over 160,000 actors, followed suit, protesting against Hollywood's biggest studios, their demands including higher wages and protection from the use of AI. Yeah, dude. It's estimated Nobody California's cares. economy yeah. has lost over $3 billion in revenue since the strike began. So really, the majority of our members are working people, just trying to put food on the table and pay their rent. Yeah. And we couldn't make a deal on their behalf. Throughout the summer, the hosts showing their support. Americans have been forced to read books and occasionally even speak to one another. They just showed a clip of Conan from the first writer strike, or the last one, back in like 2009. It's kind of weird, I thought. They don't have anything yeah. recent. I thought these guys keep going during the writer's strike. Not this time, man. I, you know what's COVID? The lockdowns changed the world. Even these celebrities, dude, they're lazy. That's what it is. It's, you guys just want any excuse to go stay home. Any excuse. I can't get home. over this <clears throat> whole deal with their new podcast. It's five dudes who have enough money and time to get together in a room and do a show, but no, nah, no, nah, we're going to. We're going to Zoom a podcast one hour a week. <laughs> that is so lame, dude. This is why nobody cares about your stupid shows not being on TV anymore. And the reason all of your shows are on at the same time is because it doesn't matter who you tune into. You all say the same thing. So now, I gotta, <laughs> now I have to sit here and listen to all five of you talk, say the same thing over each other. <laughs> did, you, did you say Jimmy? Because I thought you meant me, Jimmy. He must have meant the other Jimmy. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? You guys are professionals? I literally think I made that joke on our third podcast when Cousin Frank called in. That's right, man. Well, when you got two guys named the same, you can, uh, you know, all sorts of hilarity ensues, especially for these <laughs> seasoned comics, right? A bunch of jokers. You guys, you guys mind race. if my son joins? He'll never guess what his name is. It's Jimmy! Right <laughs> <laughs> in 2007, late night TV returned after two months off the air. The hosts at the time growing beards in solidarity and finding unique ways to pass the time. <laughs> no beards this time, huh? No beards. They're not even doing their shows. They're just sitting at home doing Zoom one hour a week. <laughs> one hour a week! <laughs> This is unreal. They just, uh, dude, the laziness of our society, like people just so much rather not do anything and just be on vacation all the time. Everybody just wants to be retired. Yeah. They want to be an influencer. Yeah, I mean, but these are entertainers. They don't even want to do that. These dudes just want, they're not doing anything. They're not working. So they're just like, oh, we're going to do a one hour a week podcast on Zoom. That's insane. In our, in our PJs. What did I do wrong in life that I never got one of these like great breaks? <laughs> I've never gotten to just sit at home for a year while somebody pays me. Well, they're gonna do it eventually, right? With the climate stuff, you won't be able to leave, and uh, uh, yeah, it'll be nice. People always, people always poop. You're always gonna need that plumber to come to your door. That's right, essential workers, right? Yeah, dude, I got a hundred dollar tip. Tip. Wow. And they, and they said, because I came so fast, I came two days after they called me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. No and way. All I, all I can think about is that Mike Rowe uh, clip where he's like, how much? He goes, we're at a point where it's not even how much are you willing to pay a plumber. It's how long are you willing to wait for a plumber? 
That's right, man. Yeah. And and he's so right because, dude, that lady for two days, it was like, I could have gone, but it was late. And it was like, no matter how much she wanted to pay me, I, I didn't, I just didn't want to go do it, you know? Wow. And it's like, I know it sounds terrible, but it's like at the end of the day when you're, you're so tired and I kept thinking she would find somebody else, but I guess nobody else was coming. Wow, man. Yeah. That is so crazy that you could just be sitting there and nobody will answer the call. Like, no other plumbers? There's no other companies? There is. But now, the thing is, there is. But it just depends on... She was kind of picky. She wanted somebody that she knew that was, like, in the union, that she, you know, that she could trust, that was going to do it on the side. You uh... could just call... You could call... But they're right, because you call Roto-Rooter. That was a very... <laughs> There's a very good chance that that guy coming in does not have a license. It has, has not completed any kind of training. It is just there to get it, get it working and get paid. That's you know? right. Yeah, and hopefully scam you out of lots of dough. Yeah, that's all it is. They just, they're there to make money and get out. Yeah, it's a hustle. So, <laughs> that's right. You know, they know us union guys are a little lazier. We go a little slower, take our time. But we do it right. <laughs> that's right. You know? <laughs> well, that's why so you know union you know he's supportive and this lady is supportive of the union so that's good no fuck that union dude i am so sick of this whole talk about unions you people don't need a union <laughs> i don't give a fuck about you people right the plumbers the garbage men the electricians these the guys who's like physical who are working really hard and they get taken advantage of by companies those are the guys who need unions it's probably right, just going to go back to where these actors work for the studios like they did back in the day. Remember during COVID when we had essential and non-essential? Yeah, you people are about as non-essential as it fucking gets. I don't know, All man. Right? When we're locked down, entertainment is essential, dude. We got to sit on our ass. We got to uh, park ourselves right there and stare at the tube, you know, in between breaks from TikTok. <laughs> That's why you got podcasts. You got the TikTok in the hand, and then you glance up every once in a while and you check out the tube. Yeah. So, uh. Oh, fuck these writers, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm putting them on the shelf with the fucking teachers. You guys, you already got too much. Get out of here. Yeah, I think, uh, nobody cares. Crimey River, and I'm sure some people maybe will tune into this podcast with these guys on Zoom. Uh, I'm sure it'll go the way of Renegades. Starring Barack Obama. <laughs> Psycho, dude. I was trying to think of the name. <laughs> and Bruce Springsteen, Renegades. One of my favorite podcasts. You know, Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen talking about what it's like to be men, real men, who love to smoke crack and make love to other men. <laughs> right? Ooh, ooh. And on that podcast, who was the top? I have to assume Bruce, right? He's the boss. Well, I don't know. If you're called yeah, the bare. boss, you're on top, man. Who outranks who, the boss or the president? I don't know. Barry just seems seems like he likes to take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did marry Big Mike Obama. Big Mike! I guess you're right. He's yeah. clearly a bottom. He's a bottom, man. Yeah, he, he likes to be pushed around a little. That's I why mean... his ears look like that. He likes to get them pulled. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Bruce 
Bruce is kind of a small guy, right? He's a musician. He doesn't look like a big fella, honestly. You know, maybe. But I, I always go back to Big Mike. You know, I, I just think there's something about that whole uh, a marrying a linebacker situation. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't mind marrying a bigger woman. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I always think about it like a t- I need to marry a tall woman because then my kids have a shot of being tall. Wow, you're thinking genetic future. All right, yeah, that got to help out my kids. You know, that's that's where Dad really fucked me. He married Mom, who's five four. He went shorter. You're right. You got to go taller. That's the key. Got to go taller. Yeah, <laughs> I got to fix this Italian curse. <laughs> oh, it's <clears throat> it's genetically in there, no matter what. Forever, I feel like you know, it's, <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Honestly, and you know, like if you're feeling down and out and you know, uh, bummed that maybe you are cursed but in some way by your height or genetics. Uh, you could always just sit back and uh, puff a little herb, my man. Get high for a minute. Forget your troubles and your cares will float away, right? Uh, here in Colorado, we got the legalized weed. Like, I know you're uh, enjoying from time to time that legalized herb situation there in Illinois. I don't think it's as enjoyable of a purchasing experience as it is here <laughs> or like in Maryland or other places that I have seen personally. But, uh, you know, either way, weed is legalized in a lot of places, um, but it's not nationally. Well, I guess there was some major news hitting the scene over the last 24 hours when it comes to the marijuana and cannabis industry. Uh, it looks like we might get a slight declassification here. Or do you call you- it is a D? Declassification, right? Crimin- Decriminalization. Oh yeah. Well, we'll, we'll no, see. This is a re- this is a reclassification. They're gonna refresh to be fresh when it comes to marijuana, refresh. people. They hired some people from Subway. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has called for moving marijuana to a lower risk drug category. Elizabeth Schulze joins us now with what we need to know. Good morning to you. Good morning, DeMarco. And this would be a big change that would ease federal restrictions on marijuana. Currently, it's classified as a Schedule I controlled substance. That's the same category as some of the most dangerous drugs with no accepted medical use, like heroin or LSD. But the Health and Human Services Department is now reportedly asking to reclassify marijuana as a lower-risk Schedule III drug, the same category as ketamine or testosterone. Last October... I like that because I typically schedule myself to three times marijuana, or, you know, having marijuana three times a day, (laughs) you know? Well, I schedule I schedule a little marijuana in the morning. Then I'll, I typically like to schedule myself a little marijuana after you know around lunch, and then uh, typically in the afternoon here I'll schedule a third marijuana for myself. Is so. that what that means? Well, let's make that a schedule four then. Yeah. Well, and then I, I well I was <laughs> I need that midnight. <laughs> I like where we're starting. It's a good start, good foundation. Schedule three. I'm really big on the schedule seven. You know, I hit like uh, seven to eight schedules throughout that day. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm a seven for seven. Seven, yeah, days, right. seven days a week. Exactly. Seven for seven on my marijuana schedule. So if we could get to that arena, then I think I'm all for it. President Biden requested that his administration initiate this process of recategorizing marijuana under federal law. And HHS now says that it's working to ensure that this scientific evaluation is completed quickly. As of now, marijuana is still illegal <laughs> at the federal level. But I would love to be to- that scientist. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's good for you. <laughs> and what's your uh, clinical diagnosis there? It's good shit. Good <laughs> shit. 
stupid shit. <laughs> well, well, I'm not really a sativa guy, but this is pretty good. <laughs> Oh, the sativa is good for the creative highs, folks, when you want to, you know, get the buzz on and uh, be, you know, uh, creating stuff, right? That's what you want to do, playing a little guitar. That's what you got to smoke the sativa for. The indica, a little nightcapper. That's all I smoke is indica. The sativa is good for during the day or if you're going to a show, right? Sativa is where it's at if you're hanging out and smoking some doobies. And, you know, it gives the energy flow with the high, and it doesn't kind of uh, inundate you with that couch lock. I hate that, dude. The, the, I just don't feel it. Right. Well, yeah. I like the, I like the <laughs> indica, because I want, I want my eyes, like... The heavy... Hard. I want to be, like, barely keeping them open, you know? <laughs> like, how is this guy even driving? His eyes are closed, <laughs> you know? That's how I want to be. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, where people are like snapping in front of your face, like see if you're awake, right? Oh, oh yeah. I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm awake. I'm just high. Hey, Ching Chong, what do you do? Oh, oh, Mike. <laughs> I didn't recognize you with your eyes. Oh, man, I'm high, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm high and I'm driving. Right? I'm about I'm to fine? hit the highway in Chicago, so I did a dab of some indica. <laughs> Dude, honestly, the highways may be smoother if everyone was a little stoned. Like, pe- maybe people would just be less angry. Oh, that's, dude, I literally have, I, I'm not even joking. I hate to admit it. I take a dab before I hit the highway to go home. Because it, you might think, oh, my God, you could do before the highway. The highway is averaging eight miles per hour. <laughs> slower than the side streets, man. <laughs> slower yeah. than, I'm literally foot off every pedal. I'm just coasting the whole way. Yeah, you could shake off any fender bender in that situation. Like, nah, nah, nah. Oh. I'm good to roll. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, I think we've got a few seconds left on the legalize it. As of now, marijuana is still illegal at the federal level, though nearly 40 states do allow for its use in some way. So this move could be a step toward wider legalization. All right. And I don't think it's going to ever happen on a wide level. However, this is a hilarious story to me because this is Joe Biden's administration saying, vote for me. Come on. We'll we'll legalize weed, man. What'd you say? Student loan forgiveness? Man, we gave you weed. (laughs) Fool me once, dude. I just, I, you know, that's what they're doing here. Oh yeah. What do college kids need more than their loans paid off? Weed. Weed. Yes, exactly. And this uh, right here. Well, and the decriminalizing or the lower grading of it will then ultimately probably lead on some national scale to the release, I imagine, of several thousands of inmates around the country who are incarcerated for marijuana offenses. No, it's the it's 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 a it's one of the worst lies they tell everybody. Dude, they Joe Biden already did that. He went through and like released every federal prisoner or whatever that was there for marijuana charges. You got to get those votes one way or another, my man. <laughs> no, no, the, no, the problem business. is there isn't that many. There you go. The, tr- the truth is, there's not many people that are in prison just for marijuana. Yeah, you could find the one or the two, 
Most of them were put there by Kamala Harris in California. <laughs> that's <so>. right, man. <laughs> Don't want to talk Damn. about that, but that's okay. Uh, the, the truth is, there's just not that many. A lot of guys, they have weed charges on top of stealing a car, on top of, you know, other stuff. Murder one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Your Honor, uh, uh, right. <laughs> he had some weed on him. He also killed the cop. Frank, good, good news. We pardoned you for that uh, marijuana charge. Uh, you still have to serve the 47 years for manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> that does... but, but we did take away that six months for the joint you had in your pocket. Imagine serving like 40 years for something like manslaughter, and then the guy in the cell next to you is there for 20 because he was just there at Jan 6th. <laughs>